that that is my favorite imaging in quite some time that you're the shawarma king <laughs> i think that's that so we found a new name that is so random i like that they were talking about us on the other show that makes me happy um which box score do you want to get into <laughs> You want to talk uh, by, about by THT's way, real by, uh, true shooting percentage? Is by that the our way, next topic? By the way, no joke. Uh, a couple days ago, I forgot about this. Lakers are playing the Knicks. Mm-hmm. Who's on the Knicks? Julius Randle. Who else? Um, Derek Rose. Taj Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, I'm just thinking in my head. I'm like, oh, my God, all this time, all these setups that we've had for Taj Gibson, now we're actually, I'm doing like a report talking about uh, at halftime, that Taj Gibson is actually contributing in the uh, in, in the Lakers Knicks game. So <laughs> Taj Gibson, full circle there, full circle yeah, there for I, Taj. Uh, I forgot about Taj. I, you know, I think he played with um, Bob Pettit back in the day. I think that was he was his first team was uh, with old Bob back in okay, the day. Okay, got it. Right. Let, me, let me read off a couple of tweets here. Okay, yeah, hit me. Um, by Kian K says at Alan Sliwa, gas station sushi in Hawaii is delicious. I can. Yeah, that's Hawaii. That's a different I could, I could believe that. I could trust that. Okay, somebody else says here, Garrett uh, Nakagawi says, liquor store kitchen, the standing room. What am I? What am I reading here? Is this like a? It's got a Yelp review and everything else. So you know, we're talking about different places to yeah, go to. Yeah, he, he found like we a might... place in a gas station that's got great Yelp reviews. I'm following along. Four and a half stars on Yelp. You don't have to convince reviews. me. I'm the one. Burgers, that needs sandwiches. Okay, so we're. Yeah. When you say you eat at gas stations, yeah. Clarify what you mean. What do you mean you eat at gas stations? You're not, you're not, the show's not going to end. You're going to, or you're not planning out your day tomorrow and saying, I can't wait tomorrow at lunch. I'm going to AM, PM on <laughs> your Belinda. <laughs> That's not no, going to happen. I, the AM, PM in your Belinda is not a regular part of my rotation, <laughs> but I will say that there are places like Fernando's across the street from our studio, yeah. from the place that that listener just mentioned, from my experience in other places where there's really good food in gas stations, whether it's a little deli or something like that. And, look, I'm not I'm not an elitist. I'll eat a gas station burrito. I'll, I'll, I'll go big on one of those things every once in a what while. What does that mean? Describe what... What, if you've never been a to a 7-Eleven? Give me a little bit more idea, details. Right? They, they, they're, some of them are actually called the bomb. And and you just you open up the little plastic, you slide in that microwave, you stand there and stare at the uh, clerk for about ninety seconds, and then you put that thing on a little paper plate and you keep it moving. You've never done that. Come uh, on, man. You're I've not had living. I've had I've had a slice of pizza from a gas station. Sure, hot dog. Yeah, have One I've of had those, a hot dog. The, those gross little say, hot dogs that are rolling around. You say it so comfortably, like yeah. yeah, no, why not do that on Saturday? What else? Look, I'm in the gas station. I'm waiting for my car to fill up with gas. There's a hot dog right there. Am I supposed to not eat it? Yes, I mean, not really. You're an supposed option. to not eat it. No, that is correct. And if that doesn't have it, maybe I'll get a sleeve of crumb donuts. <laughs> Those are good too. It's a whole bunch of options going on at the local gas station. All right, let's uh, let's answer his question. Let's let's read Jason's question again. And it was, did Jeannie disrespect the logo Jerry West by leaving him? off of her list. So take us through it. You and I were talking about this today. Yeah. Um, Jerry West was on with Peter Vesey and said what? Okay, so I'm, I'm going to read this off and uh, <laughs> definitely wasn't uh, wasn't as prepared as I should be, so let me get the exact quote. Uh, he took offense to it. I mean, just as simple as that. He was offended um, that the most important, five most important Lakers that Jeannie Buss, you know, obviously went through, and if you remember the list, it was Phil Jackson, uh, Kareem, Kobe, Magic, and who was their fifth? Um, uh, LeBron. Oh, yeah, and, and LBJ. 
Um, he said on the uh, podcast, uh, I saw the other day Jeannie Buss made a statement, the five most important Lakers, one of the most offensive things I've ever heard in my life. That's a that's a bold statement, by the way. It is. I was there a lot of times, had a lot of success. Be curious to know if they would have had that success if I hadn't been there. And I don't ever take credit for that stuff. When I was around, maybe I was just a good luck charm. But I do know that when this thing fell apart, there were a lot of years where they weren't very good. So um, let's just say uh, Jerry West took uh, took offense to Jeannie's list. Yeah. Okay. He what, got what, his feelings hurt. Okay, what, what do you think when – um, John had a really good point yesterday. So we're doing the broadcast, and we bring this up. We do a segment called Top NBA Stories. We're going through the league. And John said, listen, this is her list. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to have – your list is going to be different than mine. I already know my list was different than uh, Michael's. Um, John's, different was di- uh, John's list was different than ours. The amount of criticism that I think Jeannie has got, because remember Shaq had some comments that addressed it. Of course, you know, you hear first take national shows. They're all giving their opinion. Is oh, she I know right? Is she shows. wrong? Well, I know you know national shows. You probably actually were on there. I think it was <laughs> um, you filled in for Max. It uh-huh, was sure. you and uh, it was you and Stephen A. Yeah. Everybody's got a different opinion. So I, I, I have kind of the amount of criticism that Jeannie's got on this or the amount of run this conversation has had. I don't think it's fair. Like, I really don't. I don't think it's fair. I think you could say, okay, hey, let me give you my list. Let me give you my opinion. Um, by the way, you can definitely make a case, of course, for Jerry West. So I'm not going to sit here and and, yeah. and, and not, um, not make a case for Jerry. No, look, I don't think his – what's interesting about this to me is not who's on whose list. What's interesting to me about this, about this particular comment from Jerry West is that Clearly, there's something going on there. Clearly, there is some bad feelings, and, and I won't go farther. I'm not going to say animosity or hostilities or anything like that, but clearly Jerry feels disrespected by the Lakers writ large, right? That this is something that – because what he said is accurate, right? This is a guy who is one of the great players in the history of the organization, one of the great players in the history of the league. This is a guy that – built multiple championship teams with the Lakers. He just didn't – he wasn't the GM and, you know, got lucky and drafted Magic Johnson and everything went and, you know, won a couple of championships and, okay, peace out. He built championship team after championship team through multiple different eras with multiple different stars, orchestrated getting Corby Bryant, orchestrated getting Shaquille O'Neal. He just – he was a genius at putting these things together. He's also right about the fact that when he left, things weren't as good. They weren't. They just they, they were okay, and, and, it, and it kept going for a while, but when he left, it was different. He goes to Memphis, it gets good. He goes to Golden State, it gets good. He goes to the Clippers, it gets good. He's that guy, but he's sensitive, too. Anybody that knows Jerry at all or knows about him, he's a sensitive guy. He takes this stuff personally, mm-hmm. and clearly, I think the interesting part to me is not that he thinks that he should be on the list, because I think he probably should be, and I agree with, with what John said. If it's her list, it's her list. She can put whoever she wants on it, but that that there's a disconnect between the most prestigious organization in the sport and arguably one of the most famous players slash executives slash faces of that organization, and they're not on the same page, that's the part that's interesting to me because I don't think that's good for either one of them. One of the most offensive things I've ever heard in my life. That's his exact quote. 
that was not uh, this was not somebody that was trying to just say, hey, you know what, not that big of a deal. No, um, this was not. I mean, remember Shaq's comment? Shaq said something like, uh, "I don't care. You know, it's not a big deal." Even though LeBron James been here for seven hundred and fifty, whatever he said, right? He like knew the exact amount of days LeBron James has been in Los Angeles. Um, I get it. I understand it. I just don't disagree, or I just disagree with this whole predicament of. I think she was in a tough situation, tough. Uh, you know, obviously in a in a tough spot. She's going to have her list, and Jerry West is obviously very clear, and as some of uh, some other people have to say, that's ridiculous that I'm not on your list. I don't want to be disrespectful to Jerry in any way, shape, or form. But let me say this: he's he's different, dude. He's a, he's a different that's guy. That's probably why he, that that's probably what made him who he is today, you know? Oh, there's no question and he's talked about it and and I think he knows he's a different sort of guy. I mean, we, we all know the stories about when the Lakers are going on championship runs, he'd get in his car and drive around the city cuz he just couldn't stomach watching it, right? Mm-hmm. He just couldn't do it. He's a very emotional man. He's really smart, he's really good at what he does, but he's an emotional guy. So I'm not surprised that you know, Jeannie is the Lakers right now, right? I know that they've had they have LeBron and AD, but when you think of the Lakers, Jeannie Buss, put it this way, had Jeannie not been asked about who's on the list, she might be on the list, right, if we're talking about the most important people in the Lakers, especially if you're talking about in the most recent history. But Jerry is different, man. He's a really sensitive guy, and he's going to take that personally. He's going to carry that around. He's, you know, there was that idea that maybe he wanted to come back not that long ago, and they said, you know what, we think we're good. Maybe that didn't land right with him. And I just think that this was his opportunity to say, yeah, my feelings are hurt, and I don't like it. I don't think it was the list. I think it's everything that comes together, and the list was the way for him to express his dissatisfaction. By the way, just to kind of play off of this, so – there's some significant games going on right now. One of the games earlier today was the Clippers. Okay. So Clippers trying to stay out of the what do you Clippers? Clippers, I think they're happy at number three. They're trying to make sure that Denver doesn't surpass them. Um I did this last week on Lakers Talk. Was it last week? Yeah, it was earlier in the week. I did this where I talked about which seed would you rather be. Do you want to play the Clippers in the first round or you wanna you wanna wait on that a little bit? Well, let's do this. There, th- this is way too long of an answer to get into in 30 seconds. Let's come back and talk about where we think they are, where we think they would be better served, whether it's a plan, whether it's not a plan, all of that coming up. Travis oh, I got wait, you had traffic. I'm sorry. Yeah. Here you are. Perfect, perfect set. You know, you're doing the whole outro and everything. I've got to really – got to share a story with you. I got right to, now? I got to, no, not right now. I have a – I got my first shot, the COVID-19 oh. vaccine. I got to share that story. It's the most random story, and I think a lot of people can relate to this, so we'll do that coming up next. More random than you having Cedric Sabalos on your wall as a kid. Vlade. Don't forget Vlade, too. Vlade, I felt like a personal connection, him and I. Travis and Slee, 710. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. I remember the other poster, by the way. What do you got? Chris uh, made me remember the poster. By the way, that was an awful in-and-out order. Um, <laughs> terrible. Well, terrible. Well, yeah, it just, wasn't an in-and-out order. Yeah, just terrible. Ahead. I think I was at Wendy's. Uh, okay. <laughs> Nobody goes to Wendy's. Go ahead. All right. Uh, you go to – Trap, 
You just said microwave a burrito sure. at a gas station. Right. Don't say it so casual and then just say nobody goes to Wendy's. No, you go to Wendy's when you're driving through the desert and it's the only thing that's there. Right? That you they, they, When you're going to the gas station, you're getting gas and it's a, it's a matter of convenience. This guy. But if you have options, you're going to go somewhere else. This guy. All right. Um, let me. This is what Chris reminded me of because Chris said this. <laughs> Chris said, my first poster was Brenda Walsh. Okay, this is Chris's poster, which completely I get, and I and I don't know why I forgot this because now it kind of takes me back some of the memories. Okay, so I think the way I had it, I think it was Cedric Sabalos. <laughs> wow, it uh-huh. was Vlade. Yeah, and then it was Brenda, and it was sure. like this. It was it was an unbelievable montage that I had on my walls. So can can, can really I be beautiful. honest? Yeah, it was. I, I I'm I think less of you for having Brenda Walsh than I do for having Cedric Sabalos. <laughs> I'm just putting that out there. It was one poster. I couldn't. What do we want me to cut? Just Nick Van Exel and Eddie Jones and put them up. By the way, no, I keep you go tweets. get a Michael Jordan poster or a Magic Johnson mm-hmm. or something like that. You that don't was, get Cedric. Sabalos. Magic had retired. That was my era. Okay, <laughs> I was sticking through it. If it wasn't them, I was going to throw Sedell Three or some of these other guys. It was Vlade Divac and Brenda Walsh. That was, was your my Walsh Parker uh, poster in can, your can closet you, or something. Can you imagine my dad just walking in like? This dude's got Vlade and Brenda Walsh. What's going on with this kid? What what is wrong with this guy? (laughs) That's my son. What? It's a good question. All right. Um, I want your vaccine story. But in the meantime, Slee, let's take a couple of these calls because the Jerry West topic has uh, gotten some good wheels here. Let's start in Los Angeles with Mike. Mike, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Yeah, what's up, fellas? Uh, I love the logo, but I think it's a little over the top. Come on. It's the most offensive thing he's ever seen. It's just that Jeannie was put on the spot. She didn't even have time to think. Steven Jackson and Barnes really didn't really give her time to think. They just said real quick. Kind of push her for an answer, right? Yeah, and, and if she was going to start with any, let's be real, she she didn't even mention her father, which if you're going to name anybody, there's nobody more important than Jerry Butts. Agreed. So I just think that you guys mentioned, I think he's a little too sensitive. I can understand he's an older gentleman, but he knows his lore. He should know how important he is to the Lakers franchise. They always mention him, for God's sake, he's the logo of the league. So he doesn't need to throw his weight around. Everybody knows how important he is to the history of the league and especially the Lakers family. So I just think maybe he's feeling a little burned now that he's on the on the Clippers franchise. Do you think maybe the way he left the Lakers and went to Golden State and now he's over the Clippers, he's, he's maybe feeling some type of bitterness towards the L.A. Lakers franchise at this point? And he wasn't asked to be brought back when uh, Jeannie took over. You think maybe that's what it tends to be? I'll take your thoughts on that. I, I think Appreciate that it, that's a, a possibility. Thank you, Mike. I, I'm not saying that this is what's going on with Jerry, but let me say that this might be going on with Jerry because I've seen this before. There are some people that no matter how successful they are, no matter how much people tell them that they love them, no matter how many accolades they receive, Hall of Fame, logos, you know, executive of the years, championship parades, and all these things, no matter how many things. It's never going to be enough. It's They, they never feel yeah. like the, the people that are in their universe care about them. They never feel mm. like, hey, why don't you like me? I do like you. Well, you haven't said you like me in two minutes. Well, I, I do. You're fine. It's good, man. I told you I loved you yesterday. That's I, I think he's one of those guys that no matter how much love is coming at him, he feels like he's not getting enough but, of it. But I also think that he genuinely, genuinely believes how the hell are you going to put a five most important Lakers of all time and not have me on the list like I think I think that's the root of what he's when he says it's the most offensive thing he's ever heard because that's what he believes this isn't a list of uh most five most important players Mm -hmm. right if it was five most important players and 
Um, and certainly Jerry be West. On that list too. <laughs> what's, but, but just think about this for a second. You're maybe you're going to go off the uh, if it's just players alone. I'm going to look at championships. I'm, I'm definitely going to look at okay, how many championships mm-hmm. did individuals win? But this is somebody that brought Kobe here, uh, brought Shaq here. You, you know, obviously was so instrumental in this Lakers franchise over the years. That's that's what he believes. Let's try another one. Long Beach this time, and Sergio. Sergio, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Hey, how's it going, guys? First time caller. Great, thanks. Yeah, I feel the same, man. Like, I, I don't, I don't think he was disrespected. I, but I do feel that the Lakers wouldn't have won many championships without his say so. I mean, that's a lot of chips. I know. Listen, there's no. I think he won. And, and Trav, Trav, you've made the point. Um, you've made the point. His resume speaks for itself, so it's not sure. like it's not like anybody's arguing that. But what what else did you have there? Yeah, I just feel like, you know, maybe he feels like he should be a part of something, like the franchise. And, I mean, yeah, like I think Travis mentioned it earlier about, like, how um, he just being included. But something happened with the whole bus family, so. Look, it. I don't want to get into the days of our lives elements of all this, but they're pretty well documented, right? That, that there is the Phil Jackson piece and Jerry West piece that never really came together. We know that Phil and Jeannie had a personal relationship for a long time. There, That's probably an element in this whole thing. Whether or not it had anything to do with Jeannie leaving him off the list, I have no idea. But I think that Jerry West has carried around a lot of these feelings for a very long time, and I think he's one of those guys that needs to be told regularly, hey, we love you. You're important to us. That he, no matter how many times he hears it, he wants it one more time. You give it to him one more time, he needs it one more time. I think that's just the sort of guy. He doesn't. It's not good, bad, or anywhere in between. It's just that's the guy he is. I've known guys like that. I've known guys that no matter how many times people say, "Oh man, you're the best. I absolutely love you," and then they walk away. It's like, well, why didn't that guy tell me he loved me? Well, he just did. It, it just I think he's one of those dudes. I feel like that's after every prep call that we have. You send me a text, and there's a lot of times that you say. I don't know. I just didn't feel something there, and I'm like, Trav, we just we just got a show. It's a two-hour show. You haven't show. even we'll mentioned fine. my national radio appearances in this show. What are we doing here? When we're done, just here's my question: to You, when we're done, are you getting are you getting gas station food, and are you taking a bath tonight? That's uh, all. That's all I'm curious about. Well, no, and no. I've okay. already eaten my dinner, but that doesn't mean there won't be some snacking going on later. I'm and the worst no, I'm at a, that. I'm the worst. I'm a shower at that. guy. Are you a big you, bre- are you a big breakfast guy? I am now because I'm up so early. Mm-hmm. You know, before I was just kind of a cup of coffee and out the door, but now it's I'm I by the time it's eight o'clock in the morning, I've been up for three and a half hours, so I need something to eat. I think every time at midnight, I'm like, no, this is Thanksgiving tonight. No, this is it. Let's <laughs> so just I, let's I, just go to work. Is there anything that is more more a moment of self loathing? Okay, uh-huh. Chris is going to like this because we've had this discussion personally. Okay, where is he still, is he still doing? By the way, I haven't talked to him about the bacon in a minute. I, I mean, yes, I think it would have hurt had he come off the bacon okay. wagon. Okay. But where it's 11 o'clock at night, maybe mm-hmm. you've gone out, right? You've had a few drinks, you're having a good time, and you come home, and you're like, you know what? I could just have a little, just a little, just a, just, just a little something, and that little something turns into a lot of something. Maybe a pizza shows up out of nowhere. Maybe all of a sudden you've got a pizza, and while you're waiting for the pizza to come, you make a sandwich because the pizza's not here fast enough, and the next thing you know, you've had a dinner, drinks, a Sandwich and a pizza, and you're laying in bed, just going, "What have I done to my? I'm a did. I'm a no. Bad- you know what's worse? You know what's worse? In the morning, the morning is worse than the night. 
And I'm ready to do it again by the morning. No, no. It's just, it's just what I'm no, playing mor- this morning. Like, morning, morning uh, you're more guilty. I don't eat till like 1 p.m. because my body's like, we just had, you just took down 2,400 calories eight hours ago, okay? So I don't eat till then. Sure and then it's like a is- cycle. It's a cycle just all going. By the way, the Laker games, you used to do these. You used to do the post-game shows. Yeah. I, I, oh, how yeah, late were you eating it? A little night? bit. Oh, I never really stop is kind of my um, – I'm like the Jerry West of, of eating, right? If Jerry West constantly needs to be told that everybody loves him, I need to constantly remind food that I love them and I'm going to keep stuffing it in my face. Okay, I got the – can I tell you the vaccine story? You can tell me the vaccine story when we come back. Okay. Slee is halfway home on getting vaccinated. Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, I remember the other poster, by the way. What do you got? Chris uh, made me remember the poster. By the way, that was an awful in-and-out order. Um, <laughs> terrible. terrible. Well, yeah, it yeah, wasn't just, an in-and-out order. Yeah, but just go terrible. Ahead. I think I was at Wendy's. Uh, okay. <laughs> Nobody goes to Wendy's. Go ahead. All right. Uh, you go to Trap. You just said you microwave a burrito sure. at a gas station. Right. Don't say it so casual and then just say nobody goes to Wendy's. No, you go to Wendy's when you're driving through the desert and it's the only thing that's there. Right? That you they, they, When you go to the gas station, you're getting gas and it's a, it's a matter of convenience. This guy. But if you have options, you're going to go somewhere else. This guy. All right. Um, let me. This is what Chris reminded me of because Chris said this. <laughs> Chris said, my first poster was Brenda Walsh. Okay, this is Chris's poster, which completely I get, okay. and I and I don't know why I forgot this because now it kind of takes me back <laughs> some of the memories. Okay, mm-hmm. so I think the way I had it, I think it was Cedric Sabalos. <laughs> wow, uh-huh. it was Vlade. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then it was Brenda, and it was sure. like this. It was it was an unbelievable montage that I had on my walls. So <laughs> can can, can really I be beautiful. honest? Yeah, it was. I, I I'm I think less of you for having Brenda Walsh than I do for having Cedric Sabalos. <laughs> I'm just putting that out there. It was one poster. I couldn't. What do we want me to cut? Just Nick Van Exel and Eddie Jones and put them up. By the way, no, I keep you go tweets. get a Michael Jordan poster or Magic Johnson mm-hmm. or something like that. You that don't was, get Cedric. Sabalos. Magic had retired. That was my era. Okay, <laughs> I was sticking through it. If it wasn't them, I was going to throw Sedale three or some of these other guys. It was Vlade Divac and Brenda Walsh. That was, was my wall. Swoosh Parker uh, poster in can, your can closet you, or something. Can you imagine my dad just walking in like? This dude's got Vlade and Brenda Walsh. What, What's going on with this kid? What, what is wrong with this guy? <laughs> That's my it's son. A, what? It's a good question. All right. Um, I want your vaccine story. But in the meantime, Slee, let's take a couple of these calls let's because the Jerry West topic has uh, gotten some good wheels here. Let's start in Los Angeles with Mike. Mike, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Yeah, what's up, fellas? Uh, I love the logo, but I think it's a little over the top. Come on. It's the most offensive thing he's ever seen. It's just that Jeannie was put on the spot. She didn't even have time to think. Steven Jackson and Barnes really didn't really give her time to think. They just said real quick. Kind of push her for an answer, right? Yeah, and and if she was going to start with any, let's be real, she she didn't even mention her father, which if you're going to name anybody, there's nobody more important than Jerry Buss. Agreed. I just think that you guys mentioned, I think he's a little too sensitive. I can understand he's an older gentleman, but he knows his lore. He should know how important he is to the Lakers franchise. 
they always mention him. For God's sake, he's the logo of the league. So he doesn't need to throw his weight around. Everybody knows how important he is to the history of the league and especially the Lakers family. So I just think maybe he's feeling a little burned now that he's on the on the Clippers franchise. Do you think maybe the way he left the Lakers and went to Golden State and now he's over the Clippers, he's, he's maybe feeling some type of bitterness towards the L.A. Lakers franchise at this point? And he wasn't asked to be brought back when uh, Genie took over. You think maybe that's what it tends to be? I'll take your thoughts on that. I, I think that that's a, a possibility. Thank you, Mike. I, I'm not saying that this is what's going on with Jerry, but let me say that this might be going on with Jerry because I've seen this before. There are some people that no matter how successful they are, no matter how much people tell them that they love them, no matter how many accolades they receive, Hall of Fame, logos, you know, executive of the years, championship parades, and all these things, no matter how many things. It's never going to be enough. It's, they, they never feel yeah. like the, the people that are in their universe care about them. They never mm. feel like, hey, why don't you like me? I do like you. Well, you haven't said you like me in two minutes. Well, I, I do. You're fine. It's good, man. I told you I loved you yesterday. That's, I, I think he's one of those guys that no matter how much love is coming at him, he feels like he's not getting enough but, of it. But I also think that he genuinely, genuinely believes how the hell are you going to put a five most important Lakers of all time and not have me on the list? Like yeah. I think, I think that's the root of what he's when he says it's the most offensive thing he's ever heard because that's what he believes. This isn't a list of uh, most five most important players, mm-hmm. right? If it was five most important players and. Um, and certainly Jerry be West on that list too. <laughs> what's, but, but, but just think about this for a second. You're maybe you're going to go off the uh, if it's just players alone. I'm going to look at championships. I'm, I'm definitely going to look at okay, how many championships mm-hmm. did individuals win? But this is somebody that brought Kobe here, uh, brought Shaq here. You, you know, obviously was so instrumental in this Lakers franchise over the years. That's that's what he believes. Let's try another one. Long Beach this time, and Sergio, Sergio, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Hey, how's it going, guys? First time caller. Great, thanks. Yeah, I feel the same, man. Like, I, I don't, I don't think he was disrespected. I, but I do feel that the Lakers wouldn't have won many championships without his say so. I mean, that's a lot of chips. I know. Listen, there's no. But I think he won. And, he, and Trav, Trav, you've made the point. Um, you've made the point. His resume speaks for itself, so it's not sure. like it's not like anybody's arguing that. But what what else did you have there? Yeah, I just feel like, you know, maybe he feels like he should be a part of something, like the franchise. And, I mean, yeah, like I think Travis mentioned it earlier about, like, how um, he just being included. But something happened with the whole Buzz family, so. Look, it. I don't want to get into the days of our lives elements of all this, but they're pretty well documented, right? That, that there is the Phil Jackson piece and Jerry West piece that never really came together. We know that Phil and Jeannie had a personal relationship for a long time. There, That's probably an element in this whole thing. Whether or not it had anything to do with Jeannie leaving him off the list, I have no idea. But I think that Jerry West has carried around a lot of these feelings for a very long time, and I think he's one of those guys that needs to be told regularly, hey, we love you. You're important to us. That he, no matter how many times he hears it, he wants it one more time. You give it to him one more time, he needs it one more time. I think that's just the sort of guy. He doesn't. It's not good, bad, or anywhere in between. It's just that's the guy he is. I've known guys like that. I've known guys that no matter how many times people say, "Oh man, you're the best. I absolutely love you," and then they walk away. It's like, well, why didn't that guy tell me he loved me? Well, he just did. It, it just. I think he's one of those dudes. I feel like that's after every prep call that we have. You send me a text, and there's a lot of times that you say. 
don't know. I just didn't feel something there. And I'm like, Trav, we just we just got a show. It's a two-hour show. You haven't even we'll be mentioned fine. my national radio appearances in this show. What, what are we doing here? When we're done, just here's my question to you. When we're done, are you getting are you getting gas station food, and are you taking a bath tonight? That's all. Uh, that's all I'm curious about. Well, no, and no. I've okay. already eaten my dinner, but that doesn't mean there won't be some snacking going on later. I'm and the worst no, I'm at a, that. I'm the worst. I'm a shower at that. guy. Are you a big bre- Are you a big breakfast guy? I am now because I'm up so early. Mm-hmm. You, you know, before I was just kind of a cup of coffee and out the door, but now it's I'm I've, by the time it's eight o'clock in the morning, I've been up for three and a half hours, so I need something to eat. I think every time at midnight, I'm like, no, this is Thanksgiving tonight. No, this is it. Let's <laughs> so just I, let's I, just go to work. Is there anything? That is more more moment of self loathing. Okay, uh-huh. Chris is going to like this because we've had this discussion personally. Okay. Where is he, still, is he still doing? By the way, I even talked to him about the bacon in a minute. I mean, yes, I think I would have heard had he come off the bacon okay. wagon. Okay, but where it's eleven o'clock at night, maybe mm-hmm. you've gone out, right? You've had a few drinks, you're having a good time, and you come home and you're like, you know what? I could just have a little, just a little, just a, just just a little something, and that little something turns into. A lot of something. Maybe a pizza shows up out of nowhere. Maybe all of a sudden you've got a pizza, and while you're waiting for the pizza to come, you make a sandwich because the pizza's not here fast enough. And the next thing you know, you've had a dinner, drinks, a sandwich, and a pizza, and you're laying in bed just going, "What have I done to my? I'm a did I made no. Bad- what, you know what's worse? You know what's worse? In the morning. The morning is worse than the night. And I'm ready to do it again by the morning. No, no. Morning, morning, uh, you're more guilty. I don't eat till like 1 p.m. because my body's like, we just had, you just took down 2,400 calories eight hours ago, okay? So I don't eat till then. Sure and then it's like a is... cycle. It's a cycle just all going. By the way, the Laker games, you used to do these. You used to do the post-game shows. Yeah. I, oh, how yeah, late were you eating it? A little bit. Oh, I never really stop is kind of my um, – I'm like the Jerry West of, of eating, right? If Jerry West constantly needs to be told that everybody loves him, I need to constantly remind food that I love them and I'm going to keep stuffing it in my face. Okay, I got the – can I tell you the vaccine story? You can tell me the vaccine story when we come back. Okay. Slee is halfway home on getting vaccinated. Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. It's the second time, right? It's the second time that he says it that kind of didn't sound it like home. didn't sound a good like a good idea at eight forty five at night right like the position we're in How but about at ten forty five in the morning does, does it sound like a good idea everybody's different <laughs> that's true that's very true <laughs> you never know very true <laughs> okay what what, on... what what didn't we get into what what do you so, what do you got over there I know I got a kind of a list of things here as well what do you got I want, I want to start with this one a okay. man was arrested up in the Bay Area. When police saw that he was riding in the back seat of his Tesla and there was nobody in the front seat driving the car. So my question to you is this, Lee. You're cruising down the freeway. You're heading into the studio or wherever else. Yeah. And you see a Tesla yep. drive by and there is no driver in that car, but there's somebody in the back seat. Do you call the police? I exit. <laughs> I exit the freeway. I I Good wait. Call. I wait. I actually go the opposite direction of the freeway. By the way. How far are we? How far away are we from that? Obviously, not very far. It's already happening. <laughs> <laughs> I, I. By the way, I can't wait for that. I mean, that's uh, like I like driving. I got no problem. Go take a long drive, couple hours. You go instead of uh, yeah, just use as an example. Go up to um, Santa San Barbara. Go, sure, Santa two, Barbara. four hour, six hour drives. I don't mind it. I like that. But man, just think about just kind of commuting to work. How much more time you have? You could live wherever the hell you want to live. That's that's not that's good living right there. People are already not paying attention behind the wheel of their car. Now all of a sudden you have some. I almost said something different. I shouldn't have said on the radio. You have some 
person yes. in the backseat of his car. I don't know, doing his taxes, read the newspaper, whatever he's doing back there. It's insane to me. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, that I would be in such shock. I don't know what I would do. I think I'd literally slow down, let that dude get far far enough in front, and then uh, and just kind of go about my day. Would you call right, the cops? A- would you call the cops? I might. And I'm not a call the cops guy. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not my deal. Like, I'm not the – my neighbors are having – I'll let you roll with that. But if your vehicle is hurtling down the road at 80 miles an hour wait, and you're wait, in the backseat, I might, I might pick up the phone. Loud music neighbor. What's the what's – the, uh, at what point are you saying, okay, enough is enough? I'm not. I'd let it roll all night. The entire Damn night? Man. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't. I, I Look, everybody gets – look, if they're doing it every weekend, maybe, but if yeah. they're just having a party – That's the key. And- That's the key is if it's if it's not – it has to be where, you know, you're not doing this uh, every other weekend. You, you're you until 2 a.m. in the morning there's music playing. Yeah, no, I'm all right with it. How about this one? 2004. Okay. So that's, what, 17 years ago. Mm-hmm. This night, 2004. Oh, yeah, that's you know right. Happened? Yeah. .04, Derek Fisher the knocked down fish shot against San Antonio. Do you remember where you were on that game? I do. I, I, I vividly. Okay, I remember tell me. That tell me where you were. I was at uh, the house that we had up in Santa Clarita. I lived okay. up there at the time, and I was watching it in my living room. My I only had one child at this point. He was a baby, and mm-hmm. he was kind of sitting there. Me and my wife and my buddy John, we were watching the Laker playoff game, and I remember thinking, "Okay, they're going to lose this one. This is a disaster." And then, what in the world just happened? It was incredible. How about you? All right, so I was down. I was working at a sports station down in San Diego. Okay, and I was still. I think I was in the promotions department, and we had set up at that time. Petco had just opened, Petco Park. Love Petco. Right? So that just opened. So I was at a bar. I want to say the, the bar was called Rock Bottom or something along those lines. And it was just one of those breweries where it had all the TVs and everything. Sure. And I'll never forget the shot Tim Duncan hit over Shaq. People don't talk about that, right? Yeah, you just think of the D fish. Tim Duncan hit a shot over Shaq where you're like, when the shot went off, I'm like, Lakers just won the game. Yep. And it goes in. Everybody's stunned. They're looking at each other. It's like, what the hell just happened? D fish hits that shot the way D fish just hit it and ran. I feel I think that's exactly what I did. I just kind of ran out of the bar. <laughs> I just kind of ran. I didn't know where I was going in Gaslamp District, but I just went. Yeah, nah, that's that a, was that's a, good a great one. memory. I remember the the Robert Ory one against Portland. Where or was it against Sacramento? Sacramento. Against was Sacramento. it Sacramento? Yeah. Where it gets tipped out to the top. And oh yeah. Catch it and just who, and then who tipped it out? It was my guy, Vlade. Was it Vlade? <laughs> Wow. Sneak that one in there, huh? Vlade oh, that's Divac right. Vlade tipped was it in out. Sacramento at that point. Do you remember that? Knock it, and he catches it, knocks it down, and uh, another chapter in Big Shot Bob history. Oh, right? yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's, right, there's, there's a few of those that you look back on, and there's just no question about it. You knew where you were. That D-Fish one is one of them. The Oakland A's say that they want to leave Oakland, that they want to go somewhere else. It seems to be unanimous that if they do go, they're going to go to Vegas. How long do you think until the NBA is in Vegas? Because they're missing a huge opportunity. They should be there. I've been to a Golden Knights game in Vegas. It's amazing. The Raiders seem perfect in Vegas. It just seems inevitable that they're going to get baseball and basketball at some point. So why not have it be the A's? And, oh, by the way, I know that they're not going to do it, but you know you should go to, the, you should go to Vegas. Clippers. They're good. They've got star power. They've got an owner that would would absolutely kind of understand how that place works and be able to spend money and do it. Vegas should have all the stuff. Okay, first on the Oakland A's, I hate it. Like, I feel bad. And I think now I'll always look at it differently because the Chargers leaving San Diego. 
right? Mm-hmm. And, and especially they game. This one's different because they'll actually go to a market that wants them. Sure. Chargers literally came to a market where people are still asking, why are you guys here? What are you guys doing if here? If they know they're here to begin with. Uh, broadcasters on you know national games, or what, not even national games, just broadcast. They're still saying San Diego Chargers. So yeah. I feel bad for Oakland, um, especially because they just – Lost the Raiders, right? So now, now you're kind of in this predicament again. So I hate that part of it. I could feel for a city that's going to lose a squad. Okay, that's one thing. Second thing is Clippers won't go there. We know that. That's not happening. Bombers about to build a stadium here. They're going to get an NBA team. And when the league expands, which it will expand probably in the next couple of years, I, I would say in the next five years, Seattle will have a team. Vegas will have a team. I think those are the two cities that are going to have it. When you say it's a perfect place, I think it's going to be – it's an interesting market for the NBA because of business, the, the the gambling side of things and certain things that you're going to be able to do there that you obviously can't do any, anywhere else. Mm-hmm. That's the part that's going to make it perfect. But I don't know. I mean, do you think there's this just crazy, rabid yes. Vegas fan base? I'm telling you because I've been to a Las Vegas Knights game but was and, it was it during their run? No, it was it was during their inaugural season. But mm-hmm. still, now and obviously now it's different because there's vid. But that place was packed. Mm-hmm. They're super into it. It is the most Vegas thing you've ever seen in your life. Like the you know whether it's a Laker game, a Clipper game, yeah. you know Kings Ducks, whatever. There's always stuff going on between you know shifts and and between periods and everything. The Vegas thing, it's like a Vegas floor show between everything. They Vegas it out of the you know what. But it's really fun and awesome. So, did you see? By the way, did you see everything that you just said for the Raider games? Did you see that they're going to have club club like seats, the bottle service, and everything? Perfect. When I saw that, when I read the article that that the Las Vegas Raiders are going to have club like seats with bottle service, the first thing I thought of was Travis Rogers, that gold chain, the gold chain that you're wearing right now. Uh Okay. Um, the kind of the dress-up shirt that you have and a lot of cologne. Like I, I started kind of thinking of Trav at the game because that's obviously how a lot of people know you. Yeah, well, that's me. I, you know, don't forget the whistle and the glow stick too. You always leave that part out. That's an important. Lord, help part me understand life. why he always brings up a whistle and a glow stick. Why? <laughs> that's what, and every time it comes up, every it, well, time every, a whistle every, and a glow stick. Every after-school special I've ever seen about stay no to drugs includes whistles and glow sticks. So I want to be the guy with the whistle and the glow stick. I don't know. Right, we got Camp Travis. Yeah, he's, that's right. that's that's a good way to describe him. A Rod is officially the owner of the Minnesota Timberwolves. His group, at least, is the owner of the Minnesota Timberwolves. You think A Rod will be a good pro sports owner? He's so likable. That's the thing that comes with it. He's been so likable for so long. Uh, I have no idea. Among yeah, the, very popular. The rank and file sports fans. If you would have told me, hey, uh, A Rod's going to be affiliated with a team in the NBA, the last team I probably would have thought of was the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah. Uh, it's a, it's an interesting interesting connection there. Do I think he'll be successful? Um, probably not. It, it's funny because you know Magic when he got involved with the Dodgers, it made perfect sense. Magic Magic isn't a baseball guy, but when he said, you know, I'm going to be part of this group to buy the Dodgers, everyone went, yeah, cool. You know, we we love Magic. Part of it was it was L.A., but it's just Magic is universally liked and right? successful. There, and, and you know that that's the key is like he's he's not going to put himself in a position to lose. You're you're right about that. Magic's remarkably successful by any measure, but I don't think it was so much that hey, Magic's a really good businessman. It was much more hey, we love Magic. Sure. Who doesn't want to be yeah. in business with yeah. Magic? That Magic sounds great. Whereas A Rod is kind of like, eh, 
Big yeah, time. I mean, yeah, I mean, he hit a lot of home runs. But do you know anybody that's like a rabid Alex no. Rodriguez fan? No. I think no. there's I think anytime you talk about A-Rod, you talk about suspension, you talk about I mean there's how he uh was a cancer in clubhouse. Like I think you think of that more than you think of oh, this guy's yeah. great. And, and if he would have said, look, I'm buying into you know the expansion baseball team. We're putting a baseball team in Portland, Oregon, and I'm the owner. And I'm. it's like, okay, look, Alex Rodriguez knows baseball. He knows talent. He knows what they want, what they don't want, know how to avoid this. But the basketball thing seems like a straight First move, play. first move, he's got to bring Taj Gibson. That's got to be the first move that he oh, makes. He's going to be the head coach. That's how it's going to go. All right, Slee. I will see Monday, you buddy. on Monday. Don't forget everyone else, me, Solo, Travis, and Slee tomorrow night. We'll see you then.